the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. with you right here rocking the show with stereo man i tell you i'm kind of excited because tomorrow's the day you know we've had our political scribes analysts political mensa people on here i'm talking about marques and he handles the liberal i'm talking about super soul sister she handles the i don't give a rat's rear end and this guy right here knows exactly where he's coming from as far as the conservative side is concerned, going to bring on Ed Martin. But first, as is always. Yep, 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 yep. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. Lopez right there. Ed Martin Ooh. right here. Oh, That's good. That's man, good. I'm ready. I'm ready. That's a jam Just a few hours till the polls are open and we start accounting. I know. Smash. What, a, good. what a deal. What a deal. What a deal. Has, uh, is there any truth to the rumor that uh, after hearing this song, This Land is Your Land, so many times <laughs> that you went out and bought a parrot so that it could sing that to you on a constant basis? Anything like that? <laughs> I can't. I can neither confirm oh, nor deny any such uh, statement, Senator. But I do. I do know that I did like beer <laughs> in college. It's true. I did like beer <laughs> in college, just like Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Uh, but holy, holy cow! You know, it's. I don't know. A third of the country is convinced it's a Trump landslide. A yep. third of the country thinks Biden's going to win in a landslide. Yep. I. You know, I don't know if we've ever had quite this 
you know, uh, this, I don't know what yeah. to say, you know, people looking at it and seeing two different things, mm-hmm. but it's going to be sure interesting to see what happens tomorrow. And as I predicted, Smash, I do think this is right, and everybody can see it now. It's going to come down to a handful of states, right? It's yeah. uh, You're seeing the presence in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, Biden was in Pennsylvania today, I think. You know, there's there's four or five or six states that decide this thing because of our electoral college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, I think... Um, Florida is one of them. That'll be a big one. And and what I think you'll see smash early is if one or more of these states has a big indicator that, say, African-Americans didn't come out very strong, just yeah. didn't participate very much, yeah. or also maybe they went a little bit more to Trump, that'll start to tell you what you need to know in terms of mm-hmm. where, because once you go from Florida up to Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, you know, you, you know, go over to Michigan, Detroit, and uh, Lansing and other places, it, it just starts to it starts to lay out what's happening pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the weather is going to have any effect? Because if the weather tomorrow is like it was today, I would think a whole lot more people come out to vote. It, it definitely is, but it's more you know, frankly, uh, where where you are in Alton and in the yeah. St. Louis metro area, you know, you're going to have it's going to impact say the Ann Wagner race and Rodney yeah. Davis on your side of the river there. But right. you know, the bigger places go up to Philadelphia and see how cold it is. It's pretty cold out here on the East coast now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but you know, again, I, one of the things smash that I I've been saying this for about a month, I don't see the traditional get out the vote machine in the old days. You know, I'll say the names. You remember Abusi, Marty Abusi yeah, in the right. city of St. Louis right. when he was the board of aldermen I president. Do. They would grind out to get out the vote. They'd have vans and buses, and that shifted over the years. You had the this sort of institutional unions. They would so in Philadelphia, the unions would be getting out the vote. None of that action is as strong as you'd expect it to be if you're trying to grind out the, the turnout. Because what you know, the, the people that care about the the, the election, they vote. They vote most of the time, right? But it's it's on the edges. The people that you need to get there that will vote right, but you got to call them and knock their door and then go pick them up and all that. And that stuff is uh, uh, is it seems to be missing. But I don't see any big storms. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see a big storm, snowstorm hits Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cold, but it's not going to be a storm. The bigger storm, by the way, is millions of people uh, voting early, right? So, yeah. and 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 what the Democrats thought that would be to their advantage in say in say Florida. It looks like both Republicans and Democrats just took advantage of that option. And you got about two-thirds of the people have voted before tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be slow in the polling place. But it doesn't look like it's given one side a big advantage at this point that we can see. I got a couple minutes here on a Trump situation with late ballots. Shall we listen? And uh, I'll I'll hit you on the backside. Hold on. I think it's a terrible thing when ballots can be collected after an election. I think it's a terrible thing when people or or, or states are allowed to uh, tabulate ballots for a long period of time after the election is over, because it can only lead to one thing, and that's very bad. You know what that thing is. I think it's a very dangerous, terrible thing. And I think it's terrible when we can't know the results of an election the night of the election in a modern-day age of computer. I think it's a terrible thing. And I happen to think it was a terrible decision for our country made by the Supreme Court. I think it was a terrible decision for our country. And I think it's a very dangerous decision because you're going to have one or two or three states, depending on how it ends up, where they're tabulating ballots and the rest of the world is waiting to find out. And I think there's great danger to it. And I think a lot of fraud and misuse can take place. 
I think it's a terrible decision by the Supreme Court, a terrible decision. Now, I don't know if that's going to be changed, because we're going to go in the night of, as soon as that election's over, we're going in with our lawyers. But we don't want to have Pennsylvania, where you have a political governor, a very partisan guy, and we don't want to have other states like Nevada, where you have the head of the, the Democratic clubhouse as your governor. We don't want to be in a position where he's allowed to every day watch ballots come in. Gee, if we could only find 10,000 more ballots, because we're doing great in Nevada, we're doing great in Arizona, we're doing great all over. But if you take Nevada or Pennsylvania, and everyone knows what happens in Philadelphia, you, can, you don't have to say it, but I've read about it for years, and I don't think it's fair that we have to wait a long period of time after the election. If people wanted to get their ballots in, they should have gotten their ballots in long before that, a long time. They don't have to put their ballots in the same day. They could have put their ballots in a month ago. And we think it's a ridiculous decision. Thank you. So I lost Ed in that uh, whole deal. I'm calling him back right now. All right. Not accepting calls. He's online one? All right. Thanks, partner. Hold on, little buddy, for you know that Wyoming will be your new home. And there we go. Eduardo, are you there? I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Partner. I had a great answer to your first part of that question. I thought you, I kept talking and you weren't there. But no, look, uh, uh, one of the things about these elections, and you're hearing the president get frustrated, yeah. is they're changing the rules. I mean, again, if you're going to have early voting, it's one thing. It's a problem. I think you worry about it. But another thing, to hand in your ballots after the election day. So right. people could say Friday, you know, election day yeah. tomorrow, Friday, they could say, oh, by the way, here's some more ballots. I mean, you've got to have some system where the rules not only are fair, but they look fair. And, uh, you know, already the attorney general and again, all these guys are elected. We have elected officials in Missouri and in Illinois. The attorney general of Pennsylvania elected a Democrat. He said, well, you know, there's no way Trump can win if we count all the votes unless he somehow not makes a stop counting the votes. You're like, how does that guy know? You know, so, I mean, one thing I'm worried about, Smash, I'll tell you, is however this goes down, the media, the mainstream media has been so hyped up that they're making people crazy. And I think they, they're going to there's going to be people that are prone to be made crazy. And look, I'm in I'm in the East Coast. I'm in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. They're boarding up the buildings in downtown Washington. Really? They're not boarding them up because the young Republicans are rioting. If yeah. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're boarding them up because Antifa and other people like to riot. So but that's where we are in this country right now. And it's 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 the media has got to back it down with the coverage of some of this stuff, I think, or they're going to keep ramping it up. Wow. You know, I didn't think I didn't even think about that. But when this thing is all over, somebody's going to be doing some rioting. I think, you know, we saw the rioters uh, there on the left with burning down the buildings for no reason whatsoever, that kind of stuff. And then you see these good old boys uh, on the right uh, side of this whole thing. So we'll see how this whole thing does indeed take uh, take grip, take a grip on, on this nation here. I want to play mm -hmm. this Dr. Fauci thing. Then I, want, yeah, yeah. I got a question for you immediately thereafter. This goes about 30 okay. seconds. Here it is. I have been right. urgently saying every single day that we have got to do things that have not been done uniformly and consistently throughout the country. The numbers that you put up are stunning. This is going to get worse because we're going more into a colder season as we get through the fall and into the winter. 
with the holiday season going, we've got to do something different. Got to do something different, Dr. Fauci says. One of the things I get about this guy is that, uh, you know, uh, Trump hired him. And yet at the same time, he's, it seems to me like he's not a Trump guy. What's the story there, man? Well, no, no, wait a second. Well, first of all, Fauci's been in the, in the government for 40 years, and so he's worked his way up in that system. And so it, it is true that Trump put him on the president's coronavirus task force, right. but he's been, the head, he's been the head of that, like the CDC or the NIH or one of those for a long time. Mm. He's a very capable guy. Here's my thing. Fauci said in, in February, masks don't work, don't use them. Yeah. Now, he was lying to us because he didn't want us to run out and get masks because he knew that the hospitals needed them. But right. that's what he said back then. Then he wow. said masks work. Then he said shut down the economy, and Trump did it. Mm. Then Trump said we're going to open the economy, and Fauci said that'll work. So Fauci said you can't cu- close down the border with China, and then later Fauci said you could. My point is only this. Experts are only good for knowing the stuff they know, Smash. <laughs> you know this. It's like when somebody <laughs> comes in point. and tells you, let me tell you how um, – how the ratings work on a, a radio station. Well, yeah. you can tell me how it works. Then I got to show you how to sell it. Yeah, right. right and so Fauci comes in with the numbers and then Trump's got to make the decisions. And so Trump shut down the economy, not Fauci. And I think a lot of people thought, whoa, that was a big deal. And now Trump is saying we got to go forward. Here's what we know about the coronavirus. It really hits old people and, and people with comorbidities bad. Yeah. Yeah. Kids don't get hit. You know, strong people don't get hit. So we got to do something about it. But you know what? In Sweden, they did X, and they're still getting killed. In mm-hmm. France, they did Y, and they're still getting killed. This is a bad bug. So um, my point here is that we got hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of kids who are not in school. They're in their parents' house watching on virtual, and frankly, they're getting in more trouble at home than they ever could from getting sick. And we got to realize that. We've got to come and balance You know, if you don't drive safe and you get in a car in the morning, you'll get killed. So, yeah, you got to take risks and you got to manage them, but we got to get on with our lives. And that's what President Trump said. Here's one thing I'll say, Smash. You know, down in southern Illinois, Pritzker, Governor Pritzker is so unpopular. I think you're going to see huge votes for Trump down in southern Illinois, at least, and maybe Mm -hmm. all over. But here's what here's the problem for the Democrats. One party, the Democrats, is associated with more lockdown, more schools at home. And the other, Trump, is, hey, let's get on with our lives. Yeah. I think most Americans want to get on with their lives. Right, right. Let me uh, throw just a couple more real, real quick. Let yeah. me say that uh, Ed Martin here has a fantastic newsletter that he sends out every morning, the Pro-America Report. If somebody wants to hook into that, buddy, they have a nice opportunity yeah. right That's, now, the information. Yeah, ProAmericaReport.com, ProAmericaReport.com. You can go there and sign up. And uh, just give me your email address, and I'll send it to you. I promise not to trade your email address or sell it or anything. I'll just send you that email five days a week at 7 a.m. Central Time. Bam, you get the wink. And uh, thank you. Yeah, ProAmericaReport.com. Hidden Trump voters will come out in droves. Who are these hidden Trump voters, man? Well, listen, Smash, four years ago, I wrote a book. The Conservative Case for Trump, it was a New York Times bestseller yeah. with Phyllis Schlafly, the great yeah. Alton, uh, Alton resident, and late Phyllis Schlafly was her last book, New York Times bestseller. I did interviews on TV smash like this one, and people thought I was supporting Trump. They thought I was kind of silly, but they thought, you know, you're silly in a buffoonish way because he's a New York uh, carnival salesman, right? Cut it out. Yeah. Four years later, if you tell the wrong person you're for Trump, they'll call you a Nazi. I mean, they yeah. might take a swing at you. Yeah, right. So who do you, when you call, when a pollster calls up and says to someone, are you for Trump? They've had four years of people saying terrible things about Trump supporters. 
I think a lot of people hold back. And by the way, the polls, the data shows that now. And, and I'll just say it again for myself. If I, this weekend at Halloween, we had people come over and trick-or-treating. We had a bonfire, a little fire in front of our house. Yeah. Some new neighbors came over. I didn't tell them I was for Trump. I mean, you just don't want to deal with the hot energy because of the – so uh, where the shy Trump voters are people who are not interested in telling a pollster, but they're coming through fire. We're coming full circle, Smash. Voters vote with intensity. When they do, that brings your numbers. You can be a good candidate, but you got intensity of voters, and you'll get lots of votes. You know, Corey Bush down in, in St. Louis mm-hmm. versus uh, Lacey Clay. Mm-hmm. Lacey Clay is an established guy. But nobody really loved to run through fire for Lacey this time. Corey Bush has all these people running through fire. That's the difference. That's what you're seeing. And that's the shy Trump voters are going to be heard. And you're seeing it in these rallies. You know, 50,000 people in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in the cold to see Trump. When you had the fire in front of your house over this last weekend, were yeah. the police called the uh, fire department? No, no, they, I checked it out. I'm very, I'm very a long work. I, <laughs> I made sure the fire's got to only be like 30-inch okay. fire pit. And oh, I yes. made sure it was within that. And so nobody got called. I mean, later when we started burning cars, yeah. that got the, <laughs> the police came. But that was oh, just, brother. you know, good fun. All right, one last thing here. <laughs> one last thing here with Ed Martin. Yeah. What is going to determine the election or has what is going to determine the election already determined the election? No, here's what to, here's what to watch. There's one thing to watch and you'll know what's happened. Right. It, well, maybe maybe two. Maybe two. Watch Florida and and if Florida for some reason goes to Biden, then Biden will win. But uh-huh. I think it looks like I think Trump pretty much people think Trump's got that. But uh-huh. the one thing you can watch is watch Pennsylvania because yeah. Pennsylvania looks like they had a strong early voting for the Democrats, yeah. a medium early voting for the, the Republicans. So the, the, the Democrats are ahead. And the Trump campaign is saying, hey, we're going to come through on the day of the election with more voters than you've ever seen in Pennsylvania. If you see that, you, then you'll know this thing, because that'll lead right across the heartland. If that's happening in Pennsylvania, it's happening in Michigan, it's happening in Wisconsin. So watch Pennsylvania by, by, by 5 or 6 o'clock at night if you can see the turnout, because the turnout, if it's high turnout in the polling place, yeah. that's almost all Republicans, because the Democrats voted early. So that's the one to watch. But uh, it's going to be fun to see, and I'm, I'm still predicting, Smash, a uh, Trump Electoral College landslide, mm-hmm. and the Republicans will pick up the House, and the popular vote by a very slim margin will go to Trump because people in Illinois, even though Trump will lose Illinois, people in Illinois and Southern Illinois are going to make it closer. They're just sick of what's going on in places like New Jersey, New York. They're going to vote against the Democrats, and that's going to make the, the, the margin closer, and Trump's going to, that'll help us because we don't want to argue about whether the Electoral College is good or bad. So watch for that. This fellow knows this stuff, too. That is Ed Martin. We'll do it again tomorrow, buddy. I appreciate you yeah. so much. All right, Ed. Talk to you I tomorrow, man. All right, thanks, man. See you. This land is your land. Yeah, this land is my land. Yeah, from California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land This land was made for me. This land was made for you and me.
Smash Daily is everywhere. Because I is where you's at. SmashDaily.com. I'll tell you what, this would have been a good day to go on out and look for houses. Thinking about moving or something like that. This is going to be the same kind of weekend. Take advantage of that. First thing you do is take advantage of the fact that at GodfreyLandmark.com. That's the website. GodfreyLandmark.com. You get on over there. And without hesitation, you will have opportunity to see all the houses that Landmark Realty has for you over there. Not only the houses, boom, straight from the front, straight from the side, but in the interior. And then they got the drone shots so you see exactly how big that plot of land is, exactly what that roof is into. You might need a new roof. You got the chance to see it off the drone shots. But everything's right there at GodfreyLandmark.com. Now, Matt Horn is the guy who 20 years ago joined up as a real estate agent, stuck Stuck, stuck. And then two years ago, he buys a place. So this is his operation now. So I want you to know, if it's time for you to list because you got to sell your house, you list with a leader. That's Matt Horn. If it's time for you to go on out and buy a house, now's the best time. I was talking to Matt about it because the mortgage rates are so low that you can get yourself a house, especially if you need to downsize or especially if you need to upgrade because of the fact that your family's growing or whatever. Now's the time, man, because the rates are so Low. They're waiting on you. And when you're at the website, GodfreyLandmark.com, don't forget the homes by email. I get that because I don't know if this is going to work out. I'm moving out this way. But I got to know what it's going to work out first. And when I know it's going to work out, I'm moving out here to the River Bend. So I'm going to be calling on Matt Horn. But I'll know what house to go after because I got the homes by email. New listings, as soon as they hit the market, come into your inbox, and then boom, you call Matt. He gets you to the house. You decide whether you buy or not buy, make an offer. And make. It's all right there for you. And the beauty of it all is the folks that are working at Landmark Realty, they understand the paperwork. You don't have to deal with the paperwork. You don't have to worry about nothing. They got all that covered. You just enjoy your house, the one that you just sold or the one that you're just buying. Godfrey, Landmark, dot com. Dig the smash. Anywhere. 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 The Smash Daily Podcast. Smashdaily.com. Slim and the Supreme Angels playing it all. Baby, I'm telling you, I love that kind of stuff. That's why I got the People's Praise Party Sunday, 5 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM, the Big Z, and our sister station, My Mix, 94.3 FM. By the way, this Thursday, we got us a virtual event that will help us raise because the Lord's going to bless, you know, let them have your burdens today. The burden is we need some money to help the folks that need to be helped in the Riverbend area. And that's what the Riverbend Family Ministries is all about. Tammy Iscaris. Iscaris or Iscaris? You got it. Iscaris, isn't it? You did it. Without looking at the paper. Look at you. Tammy Iscaris is in here. And <laughs> Tam, this coming Thursday, we invite people to check us out on Facebook. How's that all play? 
Well, you can actually go to our Facebook, the Riverbend Family Ministries Facebook page, mm-hmm. and we will be broadcasting live. We'll also be streaming it on our YouTube channel. Nice. So if you, and we'll be streaming it on the Big Z. Big Z, that's right. So Big that'll Z, be okay. fun. That I think that's going to be one of the first yeah. virtual banquets. That was my first uh, virtual anything, to tell you the truth. But you did make uh, note of the fact that I've been virtual for about 45, 50 years doing all this stuff that, that I do. I you never looked it. at it as virtual, but... yeah. I look at it as just plain reality, but virtual reality too. Because in a way, as the smash, I'm not really myself, Asher Ben Rubin. I'm a virtual, virtual being. Yeah, it's very, very nice. <laughs> now, as far as this being a uh, banquet, how are we banqueting this? Whatever you're going to be eating at home watching us, that's what we're going to do? That's what we're going to do. It'll be you great. know, smash in the It'll last be great. the last years we've had 300 plus people in a room. Yeah. We have fed them all. We've had a great program. Of course, we've then said because of you, because of your partnerships, because of your donations, yeah. we get to serve the families in crisis here in the River Bend. And we right share on. some stories and um and we thank our donors because without them families wouldn't be served mm-hmm. uh, in Madison County mm-hmm. one in four people one in four either have been or know someone directly that has been affected by violence mm-hmm. addiction mm-hmm. homelessness or poverty yeah. one in four yeah which is a staggering statistic yeah. staggering I was homeless three times in my life once as a, a young man on my own for about six months mm-hmm. lived in different people's uh, houses. <laughs> Lived out of my 66 Oldsmobile, and uh, that was back uh, in the early 70s. And then twice homeless with uh, my wife and kids. Luckily, we had friends and family who took care of us, gave us a, you know lodging. And uh, I understand what it is. And the crazy part about it is when you are in that situation and you didn't do nothing to get to that situation, but maybe you had a deal where your company downsized. Maybe you had a deal where something happened that you lost your job. Well, you've been living paycheck to paycheck because that's the way society has us now. It is so magnificent. I didn't have River Bend in mm-hmm. Phoenix, Arizona when I was homeless, but we did have the Salvation Army, and yes. they, they helped us out uh, mm-hmm. magnificently. And so to be able to turn people onto River Bend Family Ministries because it does say in the Bible, bless and you will be blessed. And that's what you guys do. And you're blessing these folks. And the thing about it is when these folks who get the blessing that you provide as Riverbend Family Ministries, they go out and bless on top of that. So it's just an exponential growth. Am I thinking correctly? You are absolutely thinking correctly because we've had uh, a number of our, our clients yeah. that become family. Mm-hmm. They just become part of the RFM family mm-hmm. that have come back and have volunteered for our banquets, have volunteered yeah. to sit and talk to someone. We have one of our young men that we'll hear about, um, you'll hear from on a video at the banquet, and I won't give a whole lot away, mm-hmm. but it tells about his story and yeah. how he gives um, glory to God, but then he is able to turn around and help other young men that are nice. coming, that are dealing with addiction right. and homelessness, that do. he can pour back into them. And mm-hmm. so we have a lot of examples like mm-hmm. that where we have helped a family. And and Smash, you're absolutely right. I think sometimes in our society we think homeless as, well, just make a better choice mm-hmm. or get off your lazy bum 
or right. go get a job yep. or and it's not that easy. No, it's not. Um, I have some of the best conversations over a cup of coffee with some of our homeless population mm-hmm. because some of the th- in things that they encounter are, you are absolutely right. They had a good job, but they were living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like we take the steel workers in Madison, in Granite mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago yeah, right. when they laid off right. like a couple thousand steel yeah. workers. My daddy was a steel worker. Yeah. We didn't have 401ks and savings and, you know, CDs and a portfolio. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that. And so when my dad went, if my dad lost work, Mm -hmm. we didn't have anything to draw from. Same thing with a lot of our steel workers a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the resources and it doesn't take long for what little bit of savings you have to be eaten up and then it just becomes cyclical and all of a sudden you find yourself first without your car you think i can do public transportation i can eat a little bit less and then all of a sudden the bank's repoing your house because you can't make the payments and i know of what you speak i know you do and that's why i think you adding just your own commentary and voice in between the different videos and things is just going to be such a blessing because you do know. Mm-hmm. You know the pain of that. Definitely. You know the embarrassment of that. Definitely. You know how hard and how brave it is to walk into an organization and say, I need help, mm-hmm. especially as a man in our culture. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right, especially in a man who grew up in the Mediterranean culture because we're Greeks, and a man was always the provider. And then when you can't provide and you're busting your rear end to go try to find ways to provide and you're not getting, it's kind of like, holy mackerel, what did I do wrong? My husband's from Egypt. Oh, yeah? Well, they are the name. It's that same Middle Eastern, you know, Mediterranean. the man is a a provider, and there's just such a sense of worth. Mm Mm-hmm. That goes with that. Mm-hmm. And we are all one choice, all one choice away yeah. from a different circumstance. Boy, that's right. And you know, the and crazy sometime, part. Go ahead. Well, the crazy part about it is when you say we're all one choice, it's not necessarily our, our choice. choice. It's, it's not. Sometimes, many times, somebody else's it's choice. It's somebody else's exactly choice. Right. And we're very cautious to say it's not just the choice you made, but yeah. it's a choice that happened yep. in a loss of a job yeah. or downsizing or a pandemic, mm-hmm. or right. That's right. there's right. so many things, especially this yeah. year. And we, I love that song because it's- Lord I, is all right. He's Let all right. Let him have your burdens today. And we have laid down the burdens at RFM yeah. because we know God has just been faithful mm-hmm. and none of this has taken him by surprise. Mm-hmm. This virtual banquet has not taken him by surprise. Right. And so we're going yeah, to right. have an experience like we would normally have. Yeah. The only difference, you don't have to dress up. You don't have to yeah. get out in the cold. Right. You don't have to sit at a stuffy table or eat Food that you don't necessarily like, right. grab your nachos, grab your friend, grab that yeah. whatever you want, sit down on the couch and just listen to what RFM has to say. Yeah. And 
for them to say thank you because you've been such a great, they've been such great partners. Mm-hmm. And to continue on being great partners mm-hmm. next year, we are just going to ask, mm-hmm. pour into our families in crisis. Right on. Be a part of that. All happens, we've got about two minutes left. All happens over to Post Commons over here. How's that going to play? You need me over there? You want me to be at my place doing this? You I, better be over oh at the God, Post be, Commons. You, I'm I'll ready. come. I'll come looking for you. All right. No. Um, we'll have a small crew just at the Post Commons. Right. Um, because of COVID, we can't gather a lot of people That's there. Right. So it'll just be a small crew that'll mm-hmm. be there. I'll even feed you. See how that come works? Come on. I know. Um, there'll be food there for you all. And then everybody else is just asked to tune yeah. in. We got a couple of groups that are, you know, doing a, mm-hmm. a church here. Here or mm-hmm. I know Cracker Factory is going to have a few people up at the top of their loft mm-hmm. uh, upstairs, right and up. a couple of our board members are having you know some yeah. friends over, um, and that's the way that's going to work. So we're going to come in live Facebook Riverbend Family Ministries yeah. Facebook page, right up, and there will be a, f- uh, a phone bank that people have opportunity to call into and make a donation if they wish. There will be. There'll be uh, the phone bank. We'll have just like a Jerry Lewis telethon. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have people there that will be taking your pledges, taking your donations. It'll be my staff. Mm-hmm. So it'll be people that I completely trust mm-hmm. um, that will be there taking those phone calls or even a prayer request. If you have a prayer request, because my staff is yeah. so happy to pray with pray. you. No Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, and you can go to our Facebook page. We'll have a text to give that we'll give out that night. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Thursday, this Thursday, the 5th at 6.30. Yes, it'll be fantastic. And, it will be. And we invite you to take time to check us out, whether it be for the whole thing. What, what are you doing, 6.30 to? Uh, 7.30. We don't want it more than really about an hour. Yeah. So. Take time, to, whether it's the whole hour, just 10 minutes out of the hour, whatever the case may be. i got to let you know, if at any time you see me during the event break out into the song to dream the impossible dreams because the ghost of Jerry Lewis has indeed come upon me and I've let loose. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Tabby is scarce. Right over there. You're going to come back Wednesday and talk some more about this, right? I'm here. All right. Put it on your agenda for Thursday, 6.30 to 7.30. Facebook, Riverbend Family Ministries with WBGZ. Smash Daily is everywhere. Because I is where you's at. Smashdaily.com.
What a magnificent piece of music. What a magnificent band. Talking heads right there. Life During Wartime, the name of the song. Smash with you right here. Life During Wartime, as of tomorrow, is either over or just beginning. <laughs> okay. We'll find out what that whole deal is. Ah, it's going to be wild to see what happens in this particular situation. And you know what? I understand, you know, they got... Uh, Folks who work in uh, the mines and the oil fields or whatever it is, and those are what the primary states are and all this. But I would imagine every state counts. To some degree, every state counts. So why are you saying Florida is all that important? Why are you saying Pennsylvania is all that important? How, how important is Illinois? Because Pritzker's got, Governor Pritzker's got everybody pissed off this deal. For example, I, all right, I went to eat over the weekend at a restaurant in Illinois. And uh, all the restaurants are, you know, no dining in. But this one did do dining in. And I was happy. I was glad to eat inside. I won't cook nothing anyhow. But here's the thing. Am I, just use a term, breaking the law? Am I criminalistic? When I'm going into a restaurant that I know is supposed to be closed, but they ain't closed, they're being defiant to the rule of the governor. I ain't going to tell you who it is, the restaurant. I thought to myself while I'm eating over there, man, am I kind of like wrong to do this because the restaurant's supposed Anyway, that was me just thinking over the weekend. See what happens tomorrow. It's going to be something. Something, something, something. I was just reading this, I thought this is preposterous, but the Russians are saying that the reason communist, communism fell in the days of uh, Gorbachev was because of this TV show, this American TV show. Let's see if you remember. Theme from Dallas. I remember all that uh, Who Shot JR and everything. Oh, what's the name of that one girl who's like so beautiful? Well, Linda Evans, yeah. What's the name of that? Victoria Principal. Ooh, buddy. Now, the Russians are saying that the reason that communism in its prime form, that's why communism has changed up into the Putin type of communism. The reason it happened to fall was because of the show Dallas. For some odd reason, Dallas was bootlegged into the Soviet Union. And so many Russians saw Dallas that they wanted the American lifestyle. And with that became the fall of communism as we knew it at that particular point in time. That's what Gorbachev said. Ain't that way no more, but uh, there you go. A little bit of something I didn't know. I kind of feel like a criminal because I, I went to eat in a restaurant. I was supposed to be closed but food was good have yourself a good one whatever that one happens to be i am g-o-h and gone so gone i was not even here 
Election day tomorrow. Squeeze on, baby. Smash, smash, dig, smash, 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 smash,